You are listening to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. This is a podcast that aims to get your wardrobe into shape with lots of tips and tricks to help you to find your personal style and shop more efficiently in the shops. If you're interested in style, image and fashion, then this is a podcast for you. And today's episode is packed full of loads of tips. I have got a fellow stylist joining me today on the podcast, Karen Peters-Amflet. She is a personal stylist. She's brilliant with colour. You can find her over on Instagram at styled by KPA. And this is a really, really great chat that is going to give you loads of tips for your wardrobe and your style. In this episode, we discuss how to find the colours that suit your skin tone, as well as the importance of personal style and how you can find that. We also talk about putting outfits together that really feel like you. I hope you enjoy the show. So welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. And this week on the podcast, I'm very excited to have a guest because I've been doing lots of solo podcasts recently and I do love a chat. So I have invited onto the podcast fellow stylist and influencer Karen Peters-Amflet to come and talk about style confidence, colour, all sorts of things and her style story. So welcome, Karen. Thank you for joining me. Oh, hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's just, yeah, I do love a chat. So it's just nice to have someone to bounce off, you know, talk about style with because you do the same as me. You're a personal stylist. Yeah. And very good on colour. We're going to get to that in a second. I'm just going to read a bit from Karen's website. So Karen says, style isn't just about the clothes you wear. It's about how your clothes make you feel. The secret to looking great is to feel fantastic in what you wear. And that's where I come in. And this is something I wanted to chat to you about on the podcast, which is style confidence and gaining confidence from what you wear. Because sadly, a lot of people... Yeah, have that confidence. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's I, I don't know. It's not something you can teach somebody. I always say to all my clients, confidence is like a it's like a muscle. You know, like the more you use it, the more it grows, and it just takes that first step to step out of your comfort zone. And I think that's what people often really, really find the hardest, isn't it? It's that very first step, stepping out your comfort zone. And taking it from there because, I mean, you know, just as well as I do, style doesn't just, it's its a journey, isn't it? It's its a real journey. And I mean, even ourselves, we're still on that journey ourselves, aren't we? You know, we're constantly, constantly evolving. But sometimes it's just taking that little first step to, to step out of your comfort zone. And it all kind of like starts to escalate from there, doesn't it? To roll from there because people get stuck in a style rut. I mean, that's what it yes. is. It's just, you know, you get stuck in the same buying the same old clothes wearing the same old things yeah. reaching for the same things in the wardrobe because it's easy yeah and we're not busy about it and just falling into that same thing isn't it i'm falling into the same thing but i just you know i just think that you're right once you start to sort of break out of that and gain some style confidence it can then snowball in a massively positive way from there so i just wanted to ask you really how like how have you got to yourself you know your style what's your style evolution and your journey and how did you c- come to be a personal stylist what is your story god it, it's a total change for me because i um my background's early years i used to i spent 24 years working in the early years sector and i worked my way up quite high and i worked my way up to middle management so i was 
in corporate gear every day because I was going into head office and things like that. So I was in, you know, back when we used to wear formal things to work, I was making shift dresses and blazers and court shoes and things like that. And I felt confident in what I was wearing, in what I was, you know, the role that I was actually in at work. And then I had my daughter and I was very lucky. I didn't have to go back to work. And so I didn't because I just didn't want to go back to work in that 60 to 80 hour kind of like corporate week. Yeah. And I put on quite a bit of weight when I was pregnant because basically what I did was eat. I actually put on four and a half stone. And so then everything happened and obviously I have my daughter and everything in my life had changed. So I had gone from working in the corporate world to being a play group every day. And my clothes that I used to have for work were not transpiring into my new life or my new body or anything. And I completely lost myself. And it wasn't about my size at all. It was more just about, you know, I think becoming a mum, we all lose ourselves in that stage in our life. But also my life had just, everything had changed. Nothing about me was the same anymore. And I did get stuck in that style rut. And I can remember having this uniform and there's nothing wrong with this, but I wore it every single day. Um, and it was Converse, skinny jeans, a t-shirt and a biker jacket. So I'm laughing just because I used to call that the South London mum uniform. And I think you're in North London, you're out North, yeah. aren't you? And it's just like the mum uniform, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just, and I would dread things like warmer days because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear today. I can't wear my uniform. And and the worst thing was that I went on to, to lose the weight just slowly through various things. And I started buying clothes again because I've always loved clothes. I've always loved fashion. I've always been quite creative as well. And I wasn't wearing these clothes. They were hanging in my wardrobe because I don't know if I didn't have the confidence or I felt like I didn't deserve to be stylish. I, I don't know what it was. There was some sort of mental block. And I was buying all these clothes. They still had labels on. They were still hanging in my wardrobe. And I just, I, I just gave myself a kick up the bum one day and I set myself a challenge and it was to post on Instagram every day for a year because I was watching all these other influencers on there and I was kind of quite inspired by them. And I thought, right, I'm going to do this. I was so embarrassed. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone for about two years what I was doing. My husband knew because he was taking my photos, but no one else knew about this. I didn't tell any friends. I didn't tell my family anything. And my goal was to just post on Instagram every day for a year exactly what I'd worn the day before. And the kind of reasoning and the rationale behind this was that if I was showing the world what I was wearing, I couldn't just wear that mum uniform every day anymore. And I had to start wearing those clothes that I was buying and put them in my wardrobe. And from there, it just sort of escalated. I started to feel better about myself. Um, and it wasn't because of the likes, the shares or anything like that. I think it was purely because I was starting to feel more like me again. Um, and my, um, my Instagram grew quite quickly and I started to work with lots of brands and I've worked with, in a content creator role with sort of like lot, many brands and I've worked with lots of high street brands, lots of indie brands as well. Um, and you know, it just kind of like grew quite quickly. And from there I thought, this is what I want to do. I want to help women who feel like I felt in that really lost interim stage and show them that they can feel good about themselves again because it's not about size it's not about anything I really believe it's just about feeling like you again you know I didn't feel like me in those skinny jeans and it just wasn't right. me. um and so yeah that's how I came to sort of like be 
and yeah, retrained and not look back really. That's amazing. I mean, do you, do you think, because some, what do you say to people who say that buying clothes is a frivolous pursuit? Because I hear, I get that a lot. You know, I hear that a lot. It's, you know, if you're interested in fashion, yeah. you know, you're somehow a bit of an airhead. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm in the same game, so I get, you know. Um, I think it's, you know, because we, we need clothes. If you do, we need, we need to wear clothes. You're going to get recognized and go out and them basically. Yeah. But we need to wear clothes. But I like to, and probably you do as well, you know, we all do, educate our clients to give them the tools to buy well so that what they're buying will last and it will serve them well and get the right foundations and the right basics in their wardrobe to be able to create multiple outfits, but also buying for you and not buying for fashion because I'm not a fast fashion stylist. I'm not a fashion stylist. I'm very much a, you know, a buy well and it will last you kind of stylist. And I think if you, you know, but we do need clothes and clothes do wear out and you do have to replace them. And it's not that you need to buy the new latest trends. It's, you know, just, I just believe that if you buy well, it will last you year after year. And I've got some things in my wardrobe, you know, that have been there for sort of like 10 to 15, 20 years. I wish I still fit into the things I had spent it here, but sadly I don't. But, you know, it's, it's purely just because of, you know, changing bodies that I haven't yes. got all the older clothes anymore. But if you buy well, it will last you, you know. And if you buy true to you rather than buying into trends, it lasts, doesn't it? It's, um, it's, by, it's you know, once you get focused on what is for you, yeah, and then you can start to build a wardrobe that actually speaks to who you are. And what you were saying to me as well was you had lost your identity. You, it wasn't yeah. just about the clothes. It wasn't just about it was you were lost. Yeah, I didn't, well, I didn't recognize myself at all. In. Yeah, and that means that you're sort of then you're sort of just trudging through life yeah. really, rather than thriving. Yeah, and it there is nothing frivolous about you know stepping into your identity and just sort of being who you're supposed to be fully and just being your authentic self and yes clothes are part of that because it's yeah it's an extension of who you are you're 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 communicating to the world with what you wear and I know that you're great with color Karen your, yes. your brand is very much <laughs> Very strong, very bold, yeah. very colourful today. If anyone's watching on YouTube, you can see what Karen's wearing. She's wearing a lovely denim with a, a red roll neck underneath, matching red lip. And you're very good at, in colour and pattern. So is that your style identity? Is that sort of, are you quite avant-garde, I guess? Or what should, how would you describe your style? It is now. Um, what makes me really sad is that um, I hid away in black for absolutely years. Um, I had a colour analysis years ago, and I was told it was a winter based on the fact of my, my dark hair. But I'm not. I'm actually a spring. I've got a golden, a golden, a golden warm skin tone. I'm spring. I'm spring. Yeah. And, you know, and for me, I walked into my colour analysis training and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I have. You know, I was all sure of myself. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're doing it on yourself and you're really seeing it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, black does actually look awful on me. I'm not a winter, am I, at all? Um, and it was, that was a massive turning point for me as well, as I think being told that you can wear colour and knowing exactly which colours, because colours are quite scary for a lot of people, aren't they? 
and being told that you can wear this green looks great on you and you're like right i'm gonna go get some of that green and it just that helps with confidence as well and i feel like that's really helped me because i've got quite a big personality i'm not a shy retiring person and i feel like by hiding away in black i, I don't feel like i was you know expressing who i actually am it's interesting it's funny because i got um analyzed incorrectly as well did you what were you <laughs> yeah, doing years ago i i went and had my colors done and they told me i was autumn oh, and then i was wearing like these because i hadn't trained by then and i was wearing like you know muddy greens and yeah. and i was just thinking this just doesn't seem right and then i put like a cornflower blue on and people go wow you look amazing I, I, it just the penny sort of dropped i was like i'm definitely not these muddy colors yeah. i've got blue eyes so i remember saying to her you know so we're both spring but we're very different color yeah yeah it's 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 the skin tone oh, it? yeah it's the skin tone I remember saying to her when she said, yes, you're in autumn. I, I said to her, but I've got blue eyes. That doesn't seem to fit the profile. She's like, no, you're autumn. Rather than say she was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I might have got it wrong. Sorry, which is, I have to, you know, I've, I've said to my clients sometimes, actually, I think I've got it a bit wrong. I think you're, you're not a summer, you're a spring, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've got sort of like four or five colours in and I've decided what they are and then I put a different colour on. I'm like, hang on a second. We need to go back and revisit. Yeah. <laughs> go back start throwing a curveball at me you know sometimes sometimes people really still do throw me you know doing color analysis as well some people are not obvious I, I just I've just done a post actually on Instagram and um I said on there this is how I explain it I wanted to chat to you about it to see how you explain it but yeah. I heard that you are either a really easy way to work out what colors season you are if you're cool or warm so for anyone listening cool skin toned people have got blue undertones in their skin and warm skin toned people have got yellow golden undertones in their skin so Karen and I are both spring and we're warm so we suit warm colours um, so apparently you suit either magenta or orange and that's like a really simple basic way of working it out but this woman has written to me on Instagram saying I've just read your post but I think I suit both I don't know if you have any quick takeaways to help people to work out what they are. Yeah, um, it's, I tend to say to people, look at their veins and look at their veins on like a, a sort of like their wrist or like a, a thicker, sort of, you know when your skin's a little bit thicker? And somebody with a cool skin, it's like their veins are actually the colour of my jumpsuit. It kind of like sticks out. And then somebody with that warm skin tone will be a bit greener. And it's obviously, I mean, we've all got blue veins. You know, we all have the same colour blood. But it's because of the yellow in your, in the warmth in your and my skin makes it have that sort of like more greeny tinge. And I mean, I think you actually, when you look at your veins, normally, I mean, I'm looking at mine thinking they look more blue. But I think once you've actually seen somebody with a cool skin tone and see how blue their actual veins are, you can kind of like see the difference. And for me, I think massive the difference in silver and gold against your skin as well that that makes a huge difference for me um yeah so we're gold because yeah. we're warm and then someone who's blue cool toned is going to be silver they're going to suit silver more and you either suit white or cream as well so you know there are if you look at those i mean i think everybody really instinctively knows deep down yeah what they are because yes. that's why I, went, I knew it was wrong when I was when I was wearing these muddy colours. But I'd been told by an expert. So, you know, you trust the experts, don't you? And you yes. think, 
I must be in autumn. I must have this wrong. But there was just this niggling thing that I just knew that it wasn't right. Yeah. So I'm glad I worked it out in the end. Um, but because what we were talking about when we had a quick chat before recording this podcast is that people beige themselves down. So that's a term that I use. Yeah. When it comes to style, people... Because I guess you're you're scared of making expensive mistakes with clothes as well. That is that's part of it, um, you know. But just not wanting to stand out is another. That's a key thing. I had um, I was talking to a client of mine this morning actually, and she is going to a black tie do, and she's not been able to find a long black dress. Now um, she said to me, um, I, I, "I found a red jumpsuit. Can I show it to you?" And she looked amazing in it. And she said to me, the only thing is, it's red. And I said, yeah, you look amazing in red. And she said, but I don't want to stand out. You know, and it's like, but why stand it? You know, like I just, there's, there's an expression. When I used to work in day nurseries, we used to talk about outstanding because that's what we're always aiming for within Ofsted. And I remember having a set, um, you know, really dissecting with my team one day what you had to do to be outstanding and it was like you need to stand out to be outstanding and it's kind of like that it's I kind of like to have that analogy is that to stand out is to be outstanding go on stand out you know just do it sort of thing why blend in when everybody else at this black tie do is going to be wearing a long black dress and she's going to be and she looks amazing in this red jumpsuit and I was like just go for it you know and it is that fear of being seen sometimes isn't it I mean, red's quite a bold colour anyway, isn't it? It's a very colour of confidence, isn't it? But um, it is. And I just, do you know what? What I would think if I went, if I was at that ball and I saw your client wearing a red jumpsuit, I would think, wow, she looks amazing. I wouldn't think, oh, look at her. Yeah. Standing out in a red jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Not fitting with everyone. Yeah. I wouldn't think, oh my God, look at her, you know. I would be just like celebrating that woman and thinking, you look amazing. God, I wish I hadn't worn this boring black dress that I'm wearing. And I think as well, I always say to my clients, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get some compliments and you're going to feel good about yourself. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. You know, that nothing bad is going to happen from going to this ball in a bright red jumpsuit. You know, it's um, she looks amazing and I really hope she wears it. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds really nice, this jumpsuit. Seriously, I quite, quite fancy the idea of that myself. With red as well, you can wear different reds based on your skin tone too. That's actually a big one. You're wearing a very bright, yarn and tomato red today. Yeah, we had fantastic. You know what? This is a classic Kettlewell colours, you know, like... Um, oh, yeah. And you can shop by your season, can't you? And I find them really great for bracelets like this. So... You know, it means that I can wear something else that's not quite my colour away from my face, but I've got my red polo neck on knowing that this is my red. Um, yes. This is the sort of like classic tomato bright red, isn't it? Yeah, and you've got the tomato red lipstick as well, which is what you suit. But then if you're cool skinned, you suit more of like a blue toned yeah. red. With a, that little crop of like navy in it, isn't it? To make it. Um, so we're talking about getting style confidence for anyone listening. So anyone that's stuck in a rut, you would recommend get your colours done. Yeah. Body shape analysis. So you're finding out what styles suit you. And also just, you know, finding out. It's not finding out, but just delving a bit into your style personality. You know, what your likes and dislikes are. What you... What draws you to clothes, you know, rather than, 
we all work probably with different style personality types as well. There's so many out there, isn't there? But, you know, just understanding what you're like. You know when you go into a shop and somebody probably, you're oh, that's so you, Lisa, that's really you. You know, that's when you kind of know all your style personality, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, for example, if I was to put on something um, floral and tool and things like that, it's not me. I'm, it's, that's just a romantic style personality. I appreciate it on other... Okay. Yeah. In it. But for me to wear something romantic is just not not me. And I think that's where the magic happens is when you find out, you know, your colours, your body shape, your style personality, and you start dressing for you, the authentic you, not for what you've seen on Instagram or on a magazine or in a friend or something like that. It's when you start dressing for you is where the magic happens, isn't it? Yeah, it is t- 100%. That That's the most powerful thing I ever found out about my own style was that I'm a relaxed, natural... Fe- I'm feminine, actually. I would wear the tall skirt. I would yeah. wear... The- you know, I don't really like ditzy florals. They're a yeah. bit girly. There's something I need a little bit of edge in there somewhere. Yeah, I would wear the I would wear like the tall, pretty skirt, maybe with some chunky boots, because I've got to add add a bit of edge to feel like me. Yeah. So if I wore that skirt but with a little pair of girly heels, I wouldn't feel or a pair of ballet flats. That would be a no for me. Yeah, I'm the same. Everything has to be toughened up. Yes, you've got to. So you know, find. I do say to people as well. You know, and this is quite a popular way of doing it is to find three words that describe how you like to dress. Yeah. So if you can just think of three words to describe it, and then it's sort of like it's like a rationale behind clothes. It's sort of like if you if you put them in this kind of I don't know how to explain it, but you're you're giving them adjectives, so you're able to describe how you like to dress and what you know, joy really deliver. So it's it's about getting to that real, you know, style identity. Yeah. Um, do you have any tricks to help your clients to do that? I actually use, um, I've got a Pinterest board, which has got all the six style personalities that I use. And I ask them to think about, to, I, I give it to them as homework before they see me. And I'll be like, just have a flick through, you know, just while you're not really, really thinking about it, even if you just sat in front of the telly, just have a flick through because it's almost like you'll be naturally drawn. If you think about it too much, you're going to be like, oh, but I like that of that one and that of that one. Oh, I just don't know. But if you're kind of subconsciously looking, thinking, yeah, I kind of like that one. And I've got Pinterest boards that I use with my clients and I ask them to think about it before they actually come and see me. And like, yeah, use the words in terms of like, how do you want to, feel in your clothes because I think that's so important clothes is so empowering um you know and the word that comes out nine times out of ten is confidence that's how people generally want to feel in their clothes I want to feel confident yes they just want to feel confident not to yeah. try hard yeah you know you don't you want to look like you've made an effort but not like you've made too much of an effort yeah. I mean it's just you know but you but just don't wear what you think you should wear this is by getting to you know what yeah. really suits you so helpful so what are the style personalities that you work with Karen I'm interested so romantic right. romantic I can never remember when I have to really <laughs> romantic classic natural urban dramatic creative there you go you reeled that off I don't remember I'm, <laughs> I do, I'm probably natural I'm do you know I'm such a natural like I'm a scruff bag I'm there's a positive side and a negative side to all the style types and I yeah. think the negative type to being a natural slash relaxed dresser is you can just veer too far into really casual. 
just like reach for the asset. I mean, I am wearing a sweatshirt today, so you know, but I, I will reach for that kind of thing because I want to be comfortable. Yeah, I'm not classic at all, and I wish that I had a bit more classic. Um, I think as well, I don't know if you agree that people think this is something I hear a lot is as they get older, as people get older, they feel they think they have to dress in a classic way. It's a big style myth. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I was talking to somebody else about this the other day about a particular blouse. And I was like, but I feel like a grown up when I wear it. Now I am a grown up. I'm 47 years old. But I, you know, it's almost like, well, I feel like I'm dressing older beyond my years. Or I feel like I should be dressing like that because my age. But actually, I don't want to. I'm, I don't want to dress like a grown up. Absolutely, 100%. Yes, there's no need to start wearing silk blouses and tailored trousers just because you're past a certain age if it's not your style yeah if it suits you and that's your style absolutely 100% go for it but if it's not then you know no which is why this is so so valuable to take some time go through Pinterest yeah and you know start to like you say but don't overthink it just try and get to what you're drawn to do you want to look smart do you want to look relaxed do you want to look trendy do you want to look sexy do you want to look I think it's also worth saying as well to people because I says you might be different people on different days, you know, depending on what you're actually doing, um, you know, because there's times when, say, for example, I went to dress, um, I went and spoke at a office in London recently to their team. It was like a lunch and learn thing that I did, but I was aware I was going into a corporate situation. Now, I wasn't going to dress up all corporate because I just would never have felt like me, but I did go via towards the more. I do have a slightly classic input into my style personality because I like the classic shapes because I'm an hourglass I feel like I like those classic shapes but I also love urban and creative and a little bit dramatic as well but I did go more towards the classic when I went into that situation if you see what I mean so there's certain days I'll pull other things out and obviously working from home days I'm definitely more urban I'm the person that's got the the baseball game <laughs> yes yeah Oh, that's a really, really valid point, isn't it? Just you've dressed for the occasion as well. You've got to dress for your lifestyle. That's really important, yeah. but also for the occasion. So, you know, if you're going into a corporate environment to do a talk, you, you're not going to turn up in ripped jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, that's not playing the game. It's not really. It, no, I feel quite comfortable. <laughs> no, you feel comfortable in it and it's your style personality. You know, be a bit savvy about it. That's, you know, you've got to feel, you've got to kind of dress leaning towards the audience that you're speaking to yeah and it's also people are working they may have a different there may be one side of their personality at the weekends and a different side of their personality when they're actually in the office it's um you know people it's not just set in one personality is it because i think that's one thing people think they think, oh i'm classic and all classic and that's it um you know but i have a friend who's a very strong classic dramatic you know she loves the classic shapes and the cork shoes and things like that but then she likes big bows and big puff shoulders and things like that it's you know leaning into both of them really yeah 100 percent. i mean that's another thing isn't it within classic classic isn't just you think classic you think tailoring but actually there are different yeah. variations i mean i think we might be confusing people even more here carolyn yeah no <laughs> seriously there are 50 different type ways you can dress <laughs> I hope that's cleared it up for you. Thanks for listening. Um, no, it's, it's basically... <laughs> Sorry. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, but you know, this is going to go on and on and on. <laughs> um, you know, there's just, yeah, you've just got to sort of work out, do you want a bit of drama? But that's where the words come in, I think. If you're a pure classic, you're not going to be, you know, everything's got to be pretty straight-laced. Yeah, if you're that kind of person. You know, Princess Kate sort of style, aren't you? Yes. LK Bennett, uh, you know, beautiful tailoring, clean-cut fit sort of thing. It's, um, yeah. You wouldn't mix it up. You wouldn't wear the tall skirt with a chunky boot. You know, none of no. that. You're a pure classic dresser. But like you say, your friend, she wants the the statement sleeves. She wants a bit of drama. But yeah. she's still classic and smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's it's mixing it up, isn't it? Because we don't ever tend to fall into just one. I've met very few people who just tend to fall into one. Yes. And, and also you can, well, like you say, as we evolve... Yeah, we're evolving all the time. So, you know, I'm completely different. I told you on the phone how I got my pivotal style moment, which was when I was 16 and I grew up in Essex. And this is when I rediscovered my style. But before I really could articulate it, I didn't feel right in, you know, little heels and a tube dress. You know, this was like the 80s. I'm showing my age now. Back in the 80s in Essex, all that kind of, you know, yeah type dressing and that's I love it on other people it's never felt like me and it never felt right and I walked past the Dr Martin shop and I saw this pair of Chelsea boots and I was like oh my god yes I need to I want to wear those with some baggy trousers and you know I wore it and I walked down South End High Street glamorous and I just felt just like myself and it was that's it isn't it it's just the power of actually feeling like yourself yeah, I was like, I've, I just thought something has fallen into place here. Yeah. Like, I, can't, I couldn't articulate it then. And now I'm a trained stylist and, you know, all of that, I can articulate it now, which is with the words and the style personality thing. But that is what felt like me. Was there a moment that really felt like you? Was it just the journey of coming out of your mum? Your, yeah, you know, it was the journey of coming out of that. And it was, I think as well, a massive thing was actually discovering colour because I've always loved colour. I've always been drawn to colour, um, but never had the confidence. Or it was just being told you're winter and you can wear black. It's just easy. Yeah, so it was colour. Yeah, it was just discovering that I actually can wear colour. Um, you know, it was being told you're winter and that you can wear black. It's just so easy to just be, well, there you go. That's easy. I don't have to think about anything. I'm just going to wear black. But then actually, you know, discovering that I can wear colour and experimenting with colour, I started to feel like me. And red is definitely my go-to now as opposed to black. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Black is draining and harsh. However, I still really like black for evening. I would still, even though I'm a spring, yeah, and they, they sort of say, oh, you're not allowed to wear black unless you're a winter. Um, I sort of just use it as a guide. I think it's a helpful guide. If you, yeah, no, it's, it's knowing how to wear it so that it doesn't have quite so much of an impact on you, isn't it? Because I still wear black, but I'll wear black jackets and black trousers and things like that. It's if I've got black here, that's when I'm like, I'll catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, why have you done it to yourself today, Karen? <laughs> well, it's more severe against our skin tone, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I think, you know, navy's a bit better because navy's, you know, I think everyone suits that. Everyone suits that. That's amazing. It's been amazing chatting to you today. And apologies, people watching on YouTube about the recording problems don't know what's going on today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience. Where can people find you, Karen, online? Um, I have mainly hang out on Instagram, to be honest. So I'm at Star by KPA. And then my website is starbykpa.com. 
Excellent. Amazing. I've had a great chat with you. Thank you so much for me. coming on the, on the podcast. And I hope we didn't confuse people more. <laughs> Hopefully getting you a bit, yeah, a bit of star clarity there. All right. Thank you, Karen. All right. Take care. Bye. A huge thank you to Karen for joining me on the podcast this week. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to just hit the follow button and leave us a review. It would be really, really helpful. Are you a busy professional living in the UK? Do you stand in front of your wardrobe in the morning and wonder what to wear, but you've got a big job, so you don't want to waste time thinking about it and it's something that frustrates you in your life? Maybe you've put this on the back burner for quite a while and now you're feeling really fed up with your wardrobe and your style. Do you get invited to events and just have no idea what to wear and you don't know what goes with what either? Well, I can help. That is my actual job. So I am a personal stylist based in London, but I do travel around the UK. So if you would like me to come and edit your wardrobe, help you with your personal style and pull together a great capsule wardrobe that really works for you, get in touch. My website is lisagilbystyle.com. You can send me a message through, through there or you can email me lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. I'll see you next time.